0: us gassing on about it. Give you in the whore. I don't think it means what you think it means. By the way, you know when you're when you're telling these little stories, you have a big mouth. Here's a good idea. What are you even talking about? Have a point. Why are you airing personal matters with complete strangers? It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. All right, all right, all right. Are you ready for this? Oh, my headphones are cutting out. Ah, uh, are your headphones just? Oh, that's dying. Or no, my headphones. Wow, oh, that's strange. Oh, yes, technical difficulties oh. now, uh, so now <laughs> so so one of the amusing things about this new interface is uh we're running through channels one and four, even numbers going to the left, odd numbers going to the right, okay, um, and it's got a mono stereo button on the front, which I had pushed in previously, right, but noticed it this morning and couldn't remember why it was pushed in. Right. So that's why. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I really tell myself all the time I need to make notes about the decisions I make around here cuz sometimes yeah. I just don't remember or right. zero your gear when you're done. I didn't do that this weekend. It caused me all sorts of grief. Yeah. That yeah. Generally is what happens when you don't zero. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I I said to myself I'll be the first one back here and I'll have lots of time to zero it out next morning. But you won't remember to zero everything yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> I to activate an EQ and all my high end disappears. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's wrong <laughs> What's with my broken? <laughs> EQ? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Can't be the setting. I have it on. It's only rolling off everything above 5k it was too actually <laughs> uh, um, so how was your week uh, not too bad it's pretty damn busy uh, I helped unload 50 literally 50 speakers for rentals uh, yesterday what was the rental for oh this is new gear oh this is new stock I gotcha yeah okay this is for the summer Right. And I'm and it's still less than what I wanted personally. <laughs> how many did you want? I wanted probably like a half dozen to a dozen more speakers. Okay. So that brings up your in house stock to how much? Are a we allowed lot. to know that? Uh sure. Is it over a hundred? Uh, oh man, we've we had a hundred before I put this order in. Gotcha. Um It'll make some speakers will have like 30 of maybe even 40 uh, and other speakers that aren't as popular. Those are be in like the 15, 20 range. Gotcha. Yeah. So we got lots of options. Sweet. I think the one speaker we don't have a lot of, I have 16 of. And that's like. A small right. collection to our location, because we are the main rental location in the city. and Well, one of the top five in the country, actually. I'd believe that. Yep, it's Vancouver, Bloor. Bloor? Uh, what? Well, Toronto. We just call it Bloor, it's you- on Bloor Street. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was such a word as blower. That sounds like. That's the original alien. Long McQuaid name. It sounds like a name from like an alien from Futurama.
1: Mm,
0: well, it's in Toronto. So yeah. maybe kind of alien. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Calgary, us, and then I don't know who the other one is. Okay. So Alberta has a very strong rental um, market. Market, yeah. Well, lots going on. Nothing big, but lots of little things. Yeah. Yeah. We are the Nashville of Canada, in a sense. In what sense? That we have all the, the country artists here. It seems. Seems. I, I know that there's yeah. country artists everywhere, but. Yeah. They seem to all like congregate here. I would disagree with that. You think so? Yeah. But it's Hicksville, Alberta. It, it doesn't mean that <laughs> doesn't mean that this is where country music <laughs> congregates. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean that's anyhow. why that's why Alberta um is it Alberta Music? Um the uh I don't what the hell are they called? Alberta music, yeah. Chris Winters, when he was president of it, um, he was making a big push to try to convince um, country musicians and country artists to stay in Alberta and record. I think that'd be good. Yeah, but it wasn't really happening. Well, the thing is, is we need more money in the well industry here. Which is very difficult to do when the artists are leaving to go to Nashville. Yeah, it's kind of a, and, and we have to right. convince talent to stop leaving Canada. Um, like the really good talent usually leaves Canada and then goes to one of the yeah the big cities in the states. Which is which is for the most part. Um it's a smart business move. From, oh yeah from, 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 it is from their a perspective, smart right? Business move, but like yeah. that's it doesn't help part of what you need to happen in order yeah. to really push the whole artist should stay in yeah. Alberta. And that's that's really only changed in the last twenty years, right? Yeah. Um even up to the end of the nineties, uh it, Canada was a destination coast to coast. And still Still, there's not for recording really though. Uh, Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, in, in the heyday of, of Homestead recording, like Homestead recorders before they sold last year. Right. Um, they were one of the big, they were one of the big studios, the destination studios. Mm. Um, you'd have, especially, especially through the eighties and the first half of the nineties, it was they were a bigger destination than most of what was going on in Vancouver and possibly on par with what was going on in Toronto. Hmm. Okay. Well, I know. Yeah. This is a little bit before I was really into the, (laughs) you didn't even live in the city at this time. No, No, I didn't. I was probably in, well, nineties. I was probably in Edson. So Edson. Yeah. What are you doing in Edson? Living in Edson, yeah. What? Why? I don't know. Ask my mom. All right. Was she working? No, my mom didn't like my. I don't think my mom had a job, at least from when I was a child, till like <laughs> I was sixteen, seventeen. Really? Yeah. All right. Um, was your stepdad working there? Or your uh, dad or your stepdad? Which one? At this point in the I, I guess it story. would be yeah it would be stepdad yeah. I mean, my mom wasn't married to him or anything. I just called him Paul and thought he was a jerk. (laughs) Uh, Both are probably true statements. Well, I mean, that's his name and he was was a a jerk. jerk. (laughs) Uh, At least I I always considered him a jerk. Um, Although it was weird because he would work all over the place. He'd be shipped overseas to like Saudi Arabia uh, and things like that. Uh, eventually we moved to Calgary because he became a head, like big wig in his company. That's where their head office was, was in Calgary. Huh? All right. Yeah. So Paul the jerk. Yeah, um, sure. Makes good money. He used to. Used to. Yeah. And then he quit that job to start a business with some people. And then he made some really piss poor life decisions. <laughs> um, like cheated on my mom and my mom like pretty much said, give me the house and we're good. So, you know, whatever. My mom was pretty cheap in the grand scheme of what she could have done. Cause right. she could have took him for like half of his ownership of that company that he started up. Right. Uh, but the lady that, uh, he had the affair with, Eventually she didn't want to be with him and she took him for like half of the company and stuff. And he got (laughs) kicked out of his own company as a result. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Then I hear he's here in Edmonton, like working construction now. Cause he has a non-compete clause and stuff like that. So he can't work in his field. Those are tough. Although I found recently that those are not, Enforceable. It's just people are dumb and. Well, I mean, there's there's um, there's lawsuit um, lawsuit things that can happen. Sure, in, in there's lawsuit kind of things, things, things it, that can happen, but it's uh, not enforceable a company by a can't, Well, no, a company can't in, force you to not work in the industry uh, that you've dedicated your life to, uh, towards. Right. But. If you were to take company secrets and bring it to that job and stuff like that's where the yeah. the trouble begins. I, I always used to be, um, I was always really entertained by the, um, by the idea that, uh, um, when I was working in radio, uh, if a salesman started, uh, accepted a position at another radio station in sales. Yeah and gave their two weeks notice, Yep. the company um, instantly terminated them and escorted them from the, from the premises. Really? W- wouldn't let them have access to any of their records huh. because of the whole competition thing. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Well, that was, that was always a big, that was always a big deal. I mean, ah. salesmen would take clients from one station to another, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh which doesn't make sense from a client's perspective, you know, like I, I understand being loyal to a, to a salesman. I mean, I'm, I would be, but um, if your marketing is based on the specific station or specific demographic or whatever, I think that's an important aspect not to lose. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, had an interesting week around here. Did you? You did. Usually do. Did you have any wrappers? I rappers? Uh, no. Anyone I'm, steal your candy bars? No, no. <laughs> although, uh, although I did have I did have a band in here last week that um, they just helped themselves to everything. <laughs> okay. There, no stealing involved, <laughs> but it was an entertaining um, exercise in keeping up with where are they now and what are they doing. <laughs> oh, they just kind of made themselves at home yeah yeah I um, I think I made a comment early in the session about um, uh, um, everything I have here you're welcome to use and they took that literally excuse me they they, they took that literally they helped themselves to absolutely everything that they wanted to use um, which is fine yeah right uh, it was just really hard for me to keep up with them cause it was nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I do Good, what good that. fun though. It was a, it was a good session. Um, we, uh, we did a, um, did a setup on the Friday night and, and, uh, did mostly live recording all day Saturday. And that okay. was a lot of fun. The, uh, the bass player was fantastic. The guitar player was really good and the songs were, were, uh, really well put together. Kind of, a they kind of compared themselves to, um, um, I got to Google the name of the band because it's, um, because I can't remember the name of the band for the life of me. Kings of Leon. They're kind of a Kings of Leon type of thing. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that, so that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah and uh what else happened last week that I wanted to tell you about uh really what's uh, really no i uh i I'm, I'm just looking at last week and none of it seems interesting on paper <laughs> 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 um the uh uh last night mm-hmm. last night we did um the the first um season three of studio sessions the live in the studio oh yeah radio broadcast that we I did a couple saw, years ago i saw a picture i think of that that was yeah sean no nope. mike mike dominey i didn't okay i i, I didn't have was... time to tag anybody in the picture so i, I never did but yeah, yeah. it was uh, i didn't notice any tags uh, he yeah. just he vaguely looked like sean kind of kind of yeah unless so. you unless the picture was less blurry then you'd see the difference but um but it's the same same style it was well, know, i've only met sean maybe like twice so that's fair <laughs> that's fair one of them during one of our shows yeah um but yeah it was it was a lot of fun it was a new host uh shandon uh journalist uh journalism student okay i uh, came in to host it and uh We had, um, we brought in a, uh, Jeff over at G radio, uh, brought in a, um, uh, a new video company and they brought in, uh, lights. So it it had this kind of like professionally lit, um, kind of feel to it. And they they filmed the entire thing, start to finish interview and everything. So is G radio starting to make money? Is that why he's hiring people or... I uh, I don't know if this is specifically a hire. I think it's more like a cross promotion type of thing. Okay, right. Um the the company that he hired Rascal Lads Media I mm-hmm. think is what it is Rascal Rascal Lads Productions or something like that. Okay, Rascal Lads specifically, but um, uh they're they're super super new, and so they need they're they're looking to build up their portfolio and all that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah. Are they just light like techs or no, no, um, uh, the one guy is multi-talented. He's an audio engineer. Um, and he does like live on location recordings. Okay. Um, so he also, he's also the videographer, uh, and the other guy in the company, I think is, a, is specifically a photographer, but also works in videography. Um, okay. So they're like an AV with like a little bit of production company mixed in there. Something like that. Yeah yeah um and it was it, it was all really well put together uh, it ended up sounding really good i want to walk you through um what i did um because it sounded it sounded really good for the most part um so it was just the one guy right uh i, I had the 87 um on his uh kind of just off the kind of in between the uh the sound hole in the bridge mm-hmm. sounded really nice, really full used, uh, use the D I uh, use the D I to just kind of blend in a little extra, just a tiny touch of extra top end and clarity. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and a four forty one uh, for vocals. Um, just cause mostly, mostly I just wanted the long skinny mic. So it wasn't in the camera all that much. Okay. Right. Um, but it, I mean, it sound it sounds great. So that's a bonus of it. Um, but, uh, I ran both of those just through the console preamps, um, and then bust them all out to, uh, the Neve EQ mm-hmm. and the multiband compressor. And this is where, this is where I really, I really, um, think the balance really came together. Um, cause when... When he was singing really softly or, or, uh, or finger picking and mostly what he did was finger picking. Right. Um, the, uh, the multiband wasn't doing much, maybe a decibel here and there, um, uh, amongst each band. But when he'd really lay into it, when he'd really hit, uh, hit a loud note or a high note or something, um, the multiband would really kick in and, and it shit, it might have had, might've been doing 15 decibels of compression on each band. Jeez and and it and it just it 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 just it was invisible it was awesome it uh, i you know i mean we had we had a really nice sound check mike was really great he showed up early and we did uh, we must have did a 30 35 minute sound check to get it all going um, but yeah it, it just sounded great awesome and so So I, I then ran that into, oh, speaking of the, uh, the DBX 160, I think has died. Uh, 160. That's the blue one. Okay. The big blue one down there. I think it's too many 160s. It's fair. It started, uh, the 160S. Okay. Yeah. Um, it started smoking last night. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm going to pull it out and take it down to, uh, All-Star and see if they can take a look. All-Star? Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize All Star did repairs. They do. Yeah, they have a they have a service tech it, he's mostly for their own gear, but okay. they take any any pieces that you want. Okay. Yeah. I I usually recommend people to, like if the, uh Long McQuaid can't take it in, I usually recommend people to Lindsay. He's too fucking busy. Oh, I like, know. He does he does great work, but he's just too busy. Oh, I know. Yeah. And he's going to be on vacation here for like a, There you go. A week. So he's going to be like a month behind when he gets back. Shit, man. He's got, he's got gear in there. That's been sitting on the shelves waiting to be fixed for years. Jeez. And I've heard, I've heard guys talk about taking in a guitar amp and not seeing it for a year and a half. Okay. You know, and, and I mean, he's, he's definitely not one of those guys that does a first come first serve. It absolutely, because he's so popular and he's, he's got so much work. Whatever is interesting to him is what makes it to the top of the list. Mm. Yeah. and he, and and again, he does amazing work. Yeah, I would go to him in a heartbeat. Um, over well, everybody didn't everybody you else. do that for your A two D? Uh, not the A two D. It was the uh, the Portico fifty twenty four. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he was, again, he was so curious and interested because he'd never had he'd one never had one of the Portico units in there. That he opened it up that day and called me the next morning and said it's ready. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Anyway, so I'm going to take this, uh, take the 160 and see what the damage is going to be. Um. Not it's it's not going to be good. That's oh, for no. sure, it's going to be a bill. Yeah, yeah. That's not not going to make me happy. Yeah. Um. Maybe I'll steal Roland's 162, put it in there for. For now. Hmm. We'll see. (laughs) Um anyway, so so uh instead of that, I was planning on using that as kind of my um my overall mix bus compressor because I had to run I had to run, of course, the performance um acoustic guitar and mic, plus Mm -hmm. some reverbs and some delays um into one submix. I had to run his vocal mic and the host's mic into another sub mix um, so that I could go back and forth really easy. Okay. Uh, and have the interview sound as good as the, as as the performance, a performance yeah. but I don't have to turn off eight different faders or stuff. Right. Well, that's what mute buttons are for, but the mute buttons are too, uh, too abrupt. Oh right? yeah. Right. Cause if, 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 if I'm li- if I'm late when he starts picking, yeah. I can just swoop in with the fader. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's what I had it down to. was just two faders, one fader for the interview, one fader for the performance. And I just mix back and forth. Okay. okay. But I ran the, um, I ran the, uh, the interview mics into, um, into one of the S type, the IGS S type mm-hmm. compressors. Uh, and that worked great. And then I ran both the performance and the and the interview into the other uh IGSS type because we got the two of them, right? And that worked out that worked out fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then boosted a whole bunch of gain, made it all really loud. Um and I still like it was loud. Jeff was saying, Can you turn it down? <laughs> and I'm still not even close to digital zero. Must've been a lot of like mids then. It sounded really balanced though, um, but I mean, yeah, there's the, there's there's no low end in the in the interview, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, the only thing the only thing I wish I'd done differently was I wish I'd had a uh, a dedicated um, deesser on uh, on um, some of the voices. Okay, yeah, next time. Yeah. Yeah. All I've been doing is networking. uh i got a potential test mix that'll be doing for like uh electronic pop thing okay that should be interesting i've already told the person that i am not promising that it'll sound good (laughs) because i've never done that kind of music before (laughs) i'm just interested in what What it would be like what is what is electro pop uh i don't know just pop music but Cause it's not like on the billboards, it's electro pop maybe. I don't know. Okay. Synthesizers and vocals. So, right. Whatever. It could be fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it when it happens. I I right. I know it's probably not a soon thing, but yeah. I'm sure I'll have fun with it. When are you doing the test mix? Hmm? When are you doing the spec? I don't know. I just was communicating with somebody and they were telling me like how their next record they want to, or they're playing with the idea of farming out the, the mix and master. And I said, if you want, I'll do a spec mix. Like sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. That's been my approach for networking lately is just like, Hey, I'm interested. Give me a song. I'll do a spec for you. <laughs> Why not, right? Yeah. At the very least, it's a practice. And, yeah. And uh, at the very best, it's uh, you get the gig. Yeah, at the b- best, I get the gig. And also potential, like, word of mouth kind of person. Because they're going to be like, oh, yeah, Joey was willing to do uh, a test mix for me. Right. So... Possibly, even if I don't get the job, um, it could lead to more work down the road. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Roland and I had that conversation. Well, we've had that conversation. Oh, I've many, had that conversations time. with Roland right. and Eva. At the time, it didn't seem like he was quite understanding mm-hmm. what you and I were trying to... Yeah. He he did a... Um, he had an opening in his calendar sunday in april Mm -hmm. i can't remember the specific date but uh one band decided to take advantage of it and they enjoyed working with him so much that that band booked again Mm -hmm. and then the guitar players other band came in and booked Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's That's exactly the kind of thing. That's exactly the kind of thing, you know, like you don't have, especially, especially a guy in his situation where he's, he's new to, to this side of it, as far as the music goes. Yeah. Um, He does great work, but nobody really knows. So he's got to take some opportunities to show people what kind of work he does. Yeah. 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 And every time, every time it works out really good. Yeah. All you have to show is that you're someone awesome to work with. You yeah. don't have to be the best at it. You just have to be somebody that people want to be around or exactly. at the very least deal with yeah. in a stressful situation because <laughs> you're <laughs> going to be the guy who's just calm and stuff. Is that, is that my phone? Yeah. My phone doesn't ring. I have it on vibrate all the time. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's the landlord. I, I, I got to call him back. He, he left a message yesterday and I haven't. I'll call him back as soon as we're done. You late on rent? <laughs> uh, no. No. I don't think so. No, I gave him April and May. April and May. Yeah, and it's it's the, it's the fourteenth. He, if I was late on rent, he would have called me on the third instead of the fourteenth. Today's <laughs> today's the fifteenth, which is the second call of it. Um, I need your next month's rent. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure he does. He probably has he probably has someone that wants to come in and look at the studio, possibly buy it, because they're he's trying to sell the building, right? Right. And so, obviously, everybody you know they want to see all the suites or they want to see what companies are in or they want to see the physical thing that they're actually buying yeah okay yeah um oh yeah this is why so so um i've been saving emails that um that i think might be interesting conversation pieces um and you remember how we were talking about the manly numu um yeah right uh mix magazine or mix online had has a review on it specifically Um, and the headline is stereo limiter compressor with wide range solid performance I expect nothing less right but Mm -hmm. uh, you know what it's a long interview long review I'm not even gonna bother it looked good anyway it read really well uh, yeah. <laughs> the last paragraph is the best though. Um, new Moo is not your father's variable mu, but carries on the tradition of the original. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. What was it? I used the, uh, I used the, the weight tanks. Right. Um, downstairs, speaking of the very Moo. Yeah. I used them on, um, guitar compression, uh, this weekend on the live. On um, the. And yeah, they sounded great. By the it, sounds of it, they're great compressors. Yeah, yeah, they're just nice and smooth. All the all the talk of 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 them being really dark, I don't I don't hear. But then I've I've never I've I've not I don't have anything specific to compare them to. Very mood mm-hmm. wise. Yeah, I find they just they just sit really nice. The six seventies kind of have like a a darkness to I, them. At least the emulations kind of have like a slight. Darkness to them, I, or at least I find that's the case. But okay, who knows? Maybe that's my listening environment. <laughs> yeah, maybe, right? Oh, that's not right. Um, what else did I have this week that I wanted to throw at you? Uh, oh, and I recently wrote a thing in six eight time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I enjoy that time signature. Would you? I was trying to write something in nine eight but somehow it became a six eight thing <laughs> i uh I don't know how how to accurately count it, but um my college band we had one tune where the main the main um verse riff was a fifteen eight fifteen eight but it was it was fifteen eight note beats, but it had a six eight feel and so we figured that it was, we okay. counted as a 12 so you eight bar. you were probably counting right? but, the pulses then, or like you were going with the pulses in threes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but it counted out 15. Yeah. Just with your, your yeah. hand motions there, you're counting the pulses. Yeah. That's always the way I do it with 6-8 though. Well, it, that's how you do it with most odd meter stuff is you count the yeah. pulses, not necessarily the beat. Anyway, so it was a, uh, it was fun. <laughs> Odd meter stuff is fun. That's why I like doing it. Did you ever know the um, the band Lighthouse? Do you remember that that band? They no. were they were a Christian rock band that actually had like commercial radio play at the end of the nineties. Oh, um, maybe. Yeah, I I couldn't tell you what. Th- any of their songs were, but I, I re- couldn't I either. The, but I yeah. think I remember like a, uh, a piece of album art or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the lead singer, the front man, uh, bought a fifty-five, fifty-one hundred square foot house in Agra Hills, California, in two thousand seven. Right. Now he's put it on the market, including its huge recording studio, for four and a quarter million. Does it come with all the stuff that's in the apparently, room Apparently, yeah. Yeah, apparently it's it's fully loaded. What's in it? Well, let's go find out. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know. I haven't I haven't, had, I haven't This is a this big one. house, I'm assuming. Well fifty one hundred square feet. Yeah, that's huge. That's five times this studio. That's big. Yeah. But that's the whole house. I don't know. Uh let's see. It's still big. That's big enough for like a proper size studio. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let me swing this over to you. You can take a look with me. Oh, it's, I'm gonna roll over some cables. It's got. A, uh, let's move the microphone here. That it's it's is a, cool a lot line, of man. guitars. <laughs> I know, right? That that's like guitar store quantities. Yes. Yeah. Um, that piano is probably like a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, right? Uh, room B, I guess. Live room B? Live room B. It doesn't look like it's a control room. Yeah, it doesn't. Got a, a roads. Um, yeah. I don't like the vibe of this room. N- nor I. Yeah. Maybe Maybe without the flash, it looks better, but but that all that just too much gray for me. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I like the floors though. Is this uh, the control room? This looks like the control room. That's a console there. Um, Yeah. And then there's monitoring up at the top there. Uh, again, mm. it's so much gray. Um, Interesting looking desk. I wish, I wish we could see what, uh, what all this stuff was. And it looks like a little, amp room, vocal booth. They got a yeah, an ISO AEA forty four R forty four. Yeah, um, I almost bought one an R forty four, one of the AEA uh, versions. Yeah, they're like four grand. I know this one. Th- this one was on sale for not on sale, but it was on eBay. The guy was selling it for under three, hmm. and I really, really considered it. It came by like three months in a row, and I almost. Almost did every single time. Yeah. These chairs are funky. Like, I, I'm not sure I like them. Like, I think they're supposed to be chairs anyway. Weird looking things. I'm sure everybody listening to us right now hates us. <laughs> We're talking about pictures. Yeah. Oh, good. Advertisement. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, these uh, these spotted diffusers back there are interesting. Yeah, I've been seeing some interesting diffuser designs lately on like some YouTube videos and mm. stuff. Of, like, they almost look like works of art, but it, right. they're like kind of rippled shapes, which okay, it's cool. But, but I don't know. Yes, is... I like this little alcove. Yeah, that that uh, that textured that textured See, wall. This has got like a rockish a good vibe to it, and it's. Yeah. Oh, well, and like there's the this. kitchen. <laughs> so, this is the, this is probably, probably the walkway little, from the kind of lounge ish. If I was to design a house, no money um, issues at all, I would absolutely design it like that. <laughs> Here's the house on one side, the studio on the other, and it's just a simple walk back and forth. Of course, I would never want people over at my house. So, Man, me and Mary yeah. have kind of discussed building a house and what we would do and like, I've talked about having the basement down right. in the studio still, but we would raise the basement to be a higher so that I could have 14 foot oh, ceilings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That'd be awesome. And then have the main floor above that. is a cool, uh, a little brick walled yeah, brick room, walled kitchen, kitchen slash probably record things in there a lot. Yeah. Well, they, they, um, they definitely have the, the ceiling is definitely tre- uh, angled off. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. I, I dig all the overgrowth. Kind of looks like a castle. <laughs> kind of, eh? Um, Except for that part, where you actually see the house. Yeah. Then... Huge balcony all the way around, though. That's awesome. Yeah. I dig that. Three-car garage. Why is he selling his house? I don't know. I haven't read the Read the thing. <laughs> and he's got a pool. Uh, who doesn't well, have a pool? Well, yeah. I mean... You're going to spend millions of dollars on a house You may as well have a pool Right uh, So he just broke He owes the IRS a lot of money <laughs> uh, I don't know It just doesn't say It's just just pictures I guess uh, Oh they broke out in 2001 With the hit um, Hanging by a moment uh, Okay Let's get this microphone back over here well, that was um, tantalizing radio. I bet. Well, I'm sure everybody enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it looks nice. I just, I don't know if the vibe is me though. It seems very um, stale. You know that that might actually be fixed just by a paint job, right? Because so much of it was just those grays. Well, even the control room, though, it has like a very like schoolhouse, modern schoolhouse kind of luck to it uh, that's fair um again it, it could just be the uh could just be the um the the, the color right because it is super gray <laughs> super gray uh all right what else we got here oh did you um you heard that disney was making a push to launch their own um streaming service uh i did not hear that but it makes sense yeah um, yeah they're uh, it's gonna cost them a lot of money though yeah but they have a lot of content <laughs> they own like half the world that too right <laughs> and the <laughs> the talk was uh, the the worry was that if they cause I, I, I'd heard this I'd heard this six months ago mm-hmm. um, that they were talking about uh, launching a competitor to Netflix okay and and they would at that point pull all of their own content off of netflix off of all these other streaming services netflix is starting to be self-sustainable though yeah oh for sure like their own netflix like their netflix and and i and i i feel like i feel like all of these content providers are just going to replace what, um, what the, uh, well, what TV where, stations used to be. Or this TV is networks? where TV networks are going. They have to uh-huh. go here because nobody wants to pay for channel subscriptions anymore. It's all the, just give me direct content. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what people want is direct content. And if you're not going to give them that they're going to go to your competitors that will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it's, it's such a, it's such a more, um, effective, cost-effective model too, right? Yeah, That's what I don't understand about, like, yeah, some companies here in Canada that fight piracy so much and it's just like, give people what they want and they won't pirate. That's been proven time and time again. The Bobby Asinski podcast this morning um, talked about how music has grown in, um, specifically in countries where piracy was a big deal. Uh, uh, South America had some of the worst piracy On the planet, and their 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 music industry has grown eighteen percent over the last year because because of Spotify. Because of of things like Spotify, because Because it's people can listen to it legally now. Yeah, without paying much at all, pay ten dollars a month for unlimited access to all the music that they could ever need. Like yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, exactly. Spotify right. is like a prime example of like, that's how you fight piracy is you provide a service that the people want. They only want to hear one song, but you have to buy 20 songs to get that one song, but yeah. your competitor is willing to let them listen to one song. Guess where they're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another uh, here we go. This comes from um, this comes from Waves. Um, speaking of, uh, I'm going to hit something else before we go there because I know you love this kind of stuff, um, especially you love gonna Waves. be like, I have $8,000 and I need to uh, <laughs> do a guitar <laughs> chain. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> uh, they're having their another weekend blowout. They have a weekend blowout all the time. Uh, they, they always have sales. It's like yeah. Waves is always on sales. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that. They don't ever not have a sale. I was talking with an engineer the other day that um, has finally decided he wants to invest in isotope products. Okay, Um, and he just wanted to pick my brain uh, which ones which ones do I use all the time and and which ones should he This is awesome and um, Ozo. Those would be like the two that I well. He was also he was also looking at the neutron plugin. um, We never used it so. I got it when it um, on the intro introduction pricing, right. um, and it's really great if you're having masking issues that you can't figure out. So for new engineers, um, but I I don't use it all that much because mm-hmm. the EQ and the multiband compression are, the, are basically the same as the Ozone ones. Mm-hmm. The big difference is it has um, it has this this masking this masking display, so you can you can select. You can put the plug-in on two different instruments, say bass and kick drum, yeah. and it'll tell you which which um, frequencies are masking the most. Oh, is it that one where you put like a plug-in on every channel and it's kind of doing a frequency response of those individual channels and it sums it to master bus, kind of? Because I've seen that by iSotope, where you no. put like these weird plugins and they kind of just do a spectrum analysis. And then on your master bus, there's like a spectrograph and it has like different colors for each one of those channels. No, that's not this. I I, I haven't heard about that. I've seen it. I used it once and I was like, I don't need this. This is stupid. It seems, it seems like an unnecessary thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's totally targeted on those guys who are just starting out and, uh, i've heard things about how you're supposed to eq things away from other things yeah like uh that. well and, and that's kind of what neutron and maybe that's the new version of neutron maybe uh because the, the the version of neutron that i have um it starts uh you you put a plug in on two different things you want to share Uh I'm, I'm just not not laughing editing. at um my bank gave me an email and just like, don't miss out on making 2.3% on, uh, interest uh, on your <laughs> savings account. It's just like inflation's 2%. That's not a good deal. That's terrible. It's better than a normal normal bank, though. Just put it in uh, uh, bonds or uh, put it in the stock market. If, well, if, yeah, okay. <laughs> they're, they're talking about savings accounts, though, right? Yeah, they're talking yeah. about savings accounts. Yeah. But if you're trying to make interest on your savings, yeah. just put it in a bond. You'll you'll make probably 5 to 10% huh? annually. That's better than 2%. Inflation is yeah. 2%. So you should always be aiming to beat inflation. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. This is my other weird hobbies <laughs> that I pay attention Joey to. Joey, the stock market analyst. Eh, no, not really. I'm not an analyst. If I was an analyst, I'd be stupid rich. Fair enough. Fair or at enough. least if I was like a half-decent analyst. I'm, I'm In October last year, I just got interested and was concerned about retirement and stuff. So I learned how the stock market works. So uh, back to... Back to audio related topics. Uh, That's all right. That's the second time we've gone completely off topic today. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, wave sent out this, um, the six tips for mixing faster with fewer revisions. And I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Do what the client wants. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Clients don't know what they want for the most part. Right. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's a big guessing game. And most of us get it wrong anyway. Oh, I know. Anyway. So, so I figured I'd throw these, throw these at you. um, And uh, man. Should listen to the roughs and just kind of get an idea of what they're going for. Assuming they were like all of these. I, I was really hoping that these would be an interesting, an interesting discussion Things, things that I may not have heard of, but but these are all just like standard practice shit. Yeah. So, like what? I'm super What's disappointed. What's the first one? Acoustics and proper monitoring. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah, Number two, check the mix on headphones. Okay. Number three, use a reference track. Oh my fucking god! I know. <laughs> this is this is like uh, this is like the introduction course of if you yeah. think you want to try mixing. Yeah. Take care of all these. I, I know this, this is, yeah. uh, that's what I'm disliking. And, about. and a lot of companies is just like, yeah. we're not aiming for the people who actually do this for a living we are well, you know what I mean? I get, cause how, how much everyone, of that, how much of that is just them not bothering with the people who are like us that are, are going to, or not going to buy their products regardless. Right. Like we don't need them to, to give us extra value because We don't need them to teach us what we're doing. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so number four, and I think this should be number one, Mm -hmm. just because this should be in, you know, order. Yeah. Prepare and organize. Oh my God. I I know. I know. If you're not Um, preparing and organizing your (laughs) mixes. Number five, retain your perspective. Take breaks. Yeah. Uh, And number six. Oh, number six is a a nine-point checklist. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, What to check before finalizing your mix. Okay. I'm going to go through these really quick because this is fun. Is this going to be more (laughs) stupid? Like, (laughs) if you are a (laughs) mixer, um, Uh, you know these things and you're probably doing it while you're mixing. Probably, right? Um, Number one, how is the frequency balance? Is the high end too harsh? Is there too much... that sounds like you're mixing what the fuck or is there too much or too little bass yeah okay yeah that sounds like you're mixing yeah how's the balance between kick and bass can you hear both clearly or is one masking the other that's just those two points are the same how's the snare drum level is it too loud too quiet or sitting nicely that's three that are the same yeah yeah are the lead vocals or lead instruments at a comfortable and consistent level compared to the rest of the band i know i know uh, you know what? I should just save this and give this to uh, to every student that I have who's doing mixing for the first time, because this is perfect for them. I'm sure. sure. In fact, I'm going to do this. I, and you know what? It's probably handy for like Damn the it. guys who are uh, just, just gonna, starting out. I'm going to claim I wrote this. <laughs> that's uh, called plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, number five. Is any element consistently too loud in the mix? Oh, my God. It's uh, five oh, no. that are all the same point here's here's a variation this is good here's A variation number six are there points where a word or phrase from the vocal track vocal track seem to jump out of the mix or where it's too quiet that should be done before it even gets to the mix phase but whatever well no i mean that's 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 part of mixing that's you know automating that track or or yeah. riding that vocal track I right suppose. but i'm usually doing that in the editing stage yeah. See, I, I, I don't, cause I don't know, I don't know what relationship I'm going to need. Often. Often. Well, I'm usually normalizing so that things are roughly. Yeah, that's fair. The same. And then when it comes to mixing, you're going to love the volumes. As you're going to love number seven. It's going to be stupid. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's perfect. I catch my students doing this or not doing this all the time. You're going right. to love it. You ready? Okay. Are your clip lights lighting up? Oh. <laughs> I listened to a track recently where a a guy is just looking for some feedback and he got feedback of like, yeah, you know, the song's cool, but it's clipping all the time. And then he responded like, where specifically is it clipping? And then I I, I listened to it. it It's just like all of it. It's all (laughs) clipping. Turn the whole thing down. Uh, Number eight. This one's, this one's always, always tough to keep in check cause it's such a subjective thing. Mm-hmm. Did you overdo it on the reverb? Uh, that, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. I had a i an EP, EP on October. I think it was an EP from a band out of Montreal that I enjoy, um, came out and I, I really liked the production on their first record, but the second one was just, just a wash in reverb and I couldn't listen to it at all. Mm. It was very, very sad. I like my reverb. Is the ending clean? Meaning Uh, ring out. Um, Uh, Are they stopping together? One dropping out too soon? Are there noises at the end of the thing? Yeah. Again, that that should all All be taken. That should have been taken care of, like in editing. editing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, there you go. Six things you can do to make your mix to mix faster with fewer revisions. Okay. yeah right um did you have a chance to check out the uh the new guitar slash amp modeling um that uh, that waves released uh, the prs yeah. yeah no i haven't checked it out i don't have a i don't use my waves account or anything so fair enough I, i'm just wondering if you had a if you saw demos or something in the studio or uh I saw a thing where Devin Townsend was, or it looks like Devin Townsend was playing with it, but I didn't actually like listen to it. Well, they have on, on their, on their website, they have uh, Alex Golnick um, uh, doing some demos. Okay. Yeah. Good. No, I haven't listened to any of them. Uh, I imagine they're fine. Like, this is... Th- this is another piece of news I wanted to throw at you. I oh. saw this and I and I just thought Joey is the perfect guy to have a response to this if he's going to have a response. But I didn't know, so I figured it was so a coin toss. Coin toss. All right, ready? Should we flip a coin and you should just react that way? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a coin toss on how uh, I'm going to react. To uh, Yamaha acquired Ampag. Okay, yeah, I've so I heard about no. that. Uh, I. I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping that they... They do it better than Loud did? I'm hoping that they take their SVT Classics and actually, like, improve the quality of them. Right. Because everybody likes that amp, but they're fucking pieces of garbage that break... Well, yeah, they're pieces of garbage that break all the time. Well, they're they're not made in the UK anymore, right? They're made in China. Yeah. That's too bad. And they break all the time. Like, I... I hate the fact that it's the most popular uh, head uh, <laughs> at Long McQuaid to rent. Uh, primarily because it seems like every time one goes out, it's yeah. in repairs immediately afterwards. Which is not not true for for the old models. Yeah, the American made ones are tanks. Mm. Um. Sweetwater has a um, six recording myths. Oh, I think I looked at chat briefly and then just please? was like, no, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I really enjoy Mitch Gallagher. Um, I, I loved his, uh, his home studio build. Right. Walkthrough. That was a great thing. Um, yesterday I saw something interesting. One of my friends got, uh, banned from a Facebook forum. Um, Because some guy, he was just asking for, like, a good free DAW that can do pretty much everything he would need. And some some person of female descent decided that instead of, you know, giving an actual answer, they would make a joke and be like, doesn't fit the three pillars of success or something along those lines. Like, you know, the bubbles that everybody shares, the cheap, good quality... Whatever. cheap, fast, good. Yeah. 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 Um, And that's more or less what he was asking for is all three of those things. And they made the joke about that. And just my buddy is just like, how about, you know, instead of jokes all the time, you just calm down and be (laughs) contribute. And everybody jumped down his throat for that. Right. And he got banned. It was... (laughs) It was kind of funny. Same time. I'm kind of with them. Like all these forums, like it's, it was specifically the Joey Sturgis forums. And like, I'm starting to dislike them because it's just all the amateurs are out and they're making their stupid jokes and nobody's contributing to yeah, the, the education side. It would be pretty cool if, um, if there was some sort of gatekeeper to that, there are gatekeepers. They just don't, do the moderating, so unless so a fight breaks out, and then yeah. the moderating happens, and that then he ends up banned. He ends up banned for bringing up a point that there's too many jokes, and you know, calm down. Yeah. Although I think part of it is some sexism because they were female who was making the right. jokes, and so he must he must have included some some. There was no sexism in his like. In his post? His post. He mm-hmm. just said, sit down and maybe contribute instead of making jokes. Right. All right. That was like the worst thing he said. His tone was kind of shitty, but I mean, I understand his frustration because I see it all the time too. People ask him legitimate questions like, what does the threshold do on a compressor? And then people right. make some stupid meme and run with it. So I enjoy, I, I I just had a chance to read through these, um, these myths and some of them, all of them, I'm sure you'll agree with. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I do, let's see, do we have enough time? Where are we? Ah, we got a couple of minutes. Just go through it quickly. Okay. Myth number one, you can't use ribbon mics on loud sources. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Right. Um,
1: People right. do it all the time. The,
0: the guy from, oh I don't know. Some guy puts them in front of like kick drums all the time and then he blows them up. But <laughs> yeah, it just, some of the, some of them are made to, made to stand up like, like Shure's, um, three, one, three, the one that I got downstairs, it's supposed to be able to made of that Roswellite, whatever the fuck, um, material. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's supposed to handle, uh, up to 146 decibels of spl that's an insane amount of spl exactly right but That's almost a jet engine that's beyond a jet engine i guess depending uh, on jet close. engines is about 150 um oh, when really? you're like right up okay um and uh the um the the fat head is supposed to be pretty similar you know mm-hmm. like some of some of them are really really high Uh, the older ones AAR-44 yeah uh, it can handle something ridiculous like 128 that's that's insane yeah that's nuts yeah I will never be in a room with something pushing that much volume (laughs) yeah yeah. the the band from the weekend they wanted to they wanted to try out the Fender uh, the Fender uh, Blues DeVille right and we started talking about how it just sounds sounds nicer and nicer the louder you turn it up and uh, and he said well can the headphones keep up with that? And I'm like, they can. But it doesn't make it any more comfortable to sit in there. Well, so we got through myth number one. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll see everybody next week. And uh Hopefully hope you have a great time. Look at pictures. Yeah. More more pictures on the radio. Yeah. All right. See ya. <laughs> Follow our hosts on Twitter. At Two Bodies of Water. Got that mic in a comfortable spot yet? I'm still working on it. At Joey R. Engineer. I can't even talk. I don't remember what my point was. This is a boring podcast. Um, I realize at the end of this, we didn't introduce ourselves. On to the internet you go. Go switch off.